Hi, my name is Kevin McQuillan, and the following pre-recorded conversations are my attempt to make sense of the human experience through the practice of yoga. I hope you enjoy. All right, good morning. Welcome to a rainy morning in Costa Rica. Wow, a lot of rain. We're nice and cozy in the studio, and a class in front of you. And this is how I often start my classes. I just share with you what I'm contemplating and the focus I have in the class. And so today, the focus I have is hamstrings. And what we hold in the hamstrings is up on the board. The left, taking life too seriously. The right, this experience of feeling powerlessness, or powerless, so powerlessness on the right hamstring. And how that can hinder the way in which we stand and move in the world. It's one of the ways in which to look at it. We have a way of taking on life too seriously. And the consequence of that is feeling powerless at times. I'm going to explain to you how I see that in my own way. And what's current for me now. And the idea is that you fit yourself in this conversation in some ways because it's relevant somewhere in your life. It has been, is now, or will soon be <laughs> as it goes. And that's the attempt of my teaching is to make the topics relevant enough that you can fit yourself in it and attempt to see yourself and perhaps learn something from this practice. And that's ultimately the intent of being a student, is to be curious enough to learn something about yourself. And so the distinctions up on the board fall into two categories. The first, flawed independence. And the second is properly balanced. Both are challenging. I'm going to walk you through flawed independence and give you a personal tale, a personal story, an example of how that's showing up in my life. So the first distinction, I have become so independent, no one knows how to support me. Interesting to consider, because that's true in your life somewhere. That nobody know, really knows how to support you, because you're so independent. It's brilliant to be independent. It's worthwhile striving for that, but then moving into the extreme, soon you realize that you're unsupported. As a result, I feel unsupported, yet never say anything to anyone about my needs out of fear of being seen as weak. That's a great fear we have as an individual being seen as weak. We do not like that. That's why we can cover ourselves up with so much pretense and personas and roles and cloaks and masks because we do not want to be seen as weak. It's one of the ways in which we lead ourselves into being weak. There's nobody around to support us when it's only us and the burdens will crush us at some, at some point. That's the pathway to burnout. My independence has left me deprived of my needs and fearful of loss. I'm so burdened by responsibility, I cannot fulfill my needs. I'm concerned, so concerned of loss, fear of loss, I have to keep up with my responsibilities. It's a trap. 
such as relationships. They're traps in some way. Relationship to ourself, a trap. Relationship to other people, a trap. And how we can lose ourselves within relationships. The more independent I become, the more transactional I become. Because that's all that's left. The experience is stripped out because we can be so burdened with our responsibilities and attempting to be independent. I can't possibly take on anything else, so let me be as quick as I can here and get that thing done so I can move on to the other thousand things I have to do. One of the costs of being so independent is we lose feel, our sensitivity. And we become out of touch very quickly. Because I'm so independent, there's nothing for anyone to do. Therefore, people feel they have nothing to offer. And why would anybody want to stay with you if they feel they have nothing to offer you? Because you know everything and do everything. Part of our human spirit, an element to our human spirit, likes to give and to contribute. And if we don't allow that, people will feel deprived. It's very interesting to notice that. Consequently, my independence makes it easy for people to leave me. Which is a stinging realization. That my attempts to be independent and responsible and a good person make it easy for other people is not actually doing that. He's doing the opposite. In my own practice, what I'm noticing is my relationship to independence is a mechanism for suffering. It's a mechanism for suffering. Not fully, but in the extreme, absolutely. And that's what I'm noticing, that I'm suffering as a consequence of my independence. That nobody really knows how to support me nor am I teaching people how to support me. I just keep taking on things. And what I tend to do is take on the burdens of relationships. Not because I want to, because I can. I can hold a lot. I have a tremendous bandwidth of holding various different things. Many of those things aren't mine. In the attempt to support people. But what ends up happening is I bury myself in the burdens of relationship until there's nothing left. Certainly for me. And when I attempt to course correct and I've attempted to course correct in some relationships, what I notice is there's no space for me in the relationship. It's too far gone. It's such a significant shift to attempt to insert myself into relationship in a different way. And if I'm attempting to change, that means other people have to change. And if you've noticed, change is very difficult. And we don't like to change. And so if that's true for us, it's definitely true for other people. And it's a hell of a stress test for a relationship. 
And what I've noticed, unfortunately, in some of my relationships, it's too stressful. And the relationship collapses. Which is painful. Definitely painful. And so what I'm noticing is that I lack balance in areas of my life. And I've been grappling with this for like a week straight longer in my life, but certainly over the last week. And I'm noticing how I continuously give myself away. I'll give you a small example. I recently purchased a mountain bike for myself, which is very strange because I don't usually spend money on myself. And I had this vision. It's like, it would be really nice to ride a bike, have the wind in my hair, It'd be amazing. <laughs> and so this, this opportunity came to me. Somebody was selling a bike and it's like, it was easy. And it's like, okay, I'm going to buy this bike. And I've been riding the bike. And I've experienced a great level of joy out of something so simple. And it's been something for me, which is very odd. And then I had a new staff member come here, Franco, who some of you have met. And in the course of, you know, the welcome, you know, here you are, welcome to the property. And it was myself and Andara. And Andara, through the course of the conversation, offered my mountain bike for Franco to use. And she did that innocently. You know, it's there, she didn't know it was like I bought it for me because I didn't say anything. And it was her intent to, you know, welcome him and make it easy for him. And it's like, fair enough. And in that conversation, I didn't say anything because it was, what I noticed was like, he's here, I'll make it easy for him. Yes, it's my bike, but yes, he can use it and all these kinds of things. And yesterday he used it. And it bothered me. Because all of a sudden something that I had for myself is no longer. And that is what I do. I constantly give the things that I have to other people. Not only objects, but myself consistently until there's nothing left. And so something that I was so happy about and joyful about is no longer. And so I'm in this place that I have to course correct, have conversations with people. This is my bike, <laughs> which is strange for me to do, but it's also important for me to take care of myself and my needs and for under, other people to understand that I have them. And so that bike, it's a symbol of something. And so these opportunities I miss and turn away from in the effort to be generous to people. But how I have to change my relationship to that. And so that's properly being balanced. And that's the other side of this equation in the board. I knew I need to learn how to take care of myself while while allowing others to contribute to me. And I'd say in various different ways, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to allow others to contribute to me. Very foreign. 
very foreign. That means I must stop doing certain things so others can do those things. Ah, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> to do so, I'll need to trust and have acceptance I don't quite have yet. I have to trust and accept that others can do things and do it their way and to attempt to contribute to me in their way, whatever that looks like. Say that again. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, it's perfect. The example of the bike. That I could have trusted and accepted the outcome of me speaking up in the moment. And I didn't. And now I have to trust and accept the outcome of the conversation I need to have. Trust that I can say what I need to say and people can hear the intent behind why I'm saying what I'm saying. And accept the outcome. Even if it doesn't go well. <laughs> exactly and it is a gift these insights are gifts they're scathing gifts at times Yeah, if the proper context is laid out, right? I mean, we talked about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so it turns into a conversa conversation ideally. Yeah. You know, so it's an opportunity and I see it that way for sure. So the bike, it's interesting. It's a symbol of my weakness. That's true. And it's also a symbol of my potential strength. And so that's how I build these things out. And that's what's up on, on the board of where I'm weak and underdeveloped and naive. And that's always true somewhere. And when I'm able to see that, the opportunity to move myself out of that and into the version that I need to be so I can take care of myself, have the kinds of relationships I want to have and feel nourished and nurtured. And so it's much me, much more balanced. And so there's a, there's a question. There's always a question that arises out of these equations. What will it mean if I have less control of my surroundings and within my relationships? Because independence in the extreme is all about control. And so what would it mean if I had less control? And the answer, one of them, is I might just let someone in enough to support and love me. Which is a great threat. I've noticed that. If I deprive myself of that, 
I won't lose it because I don't have it. Once I have it, I'm terrified of losing it. And so if I was able to allow this to occur, somebody in to support and love me, perhaps that's the very experience I yearn for. And it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll get this influx of bikes <laughs> and the abundance. <laughs> ah, that'd be amazing. <laughs> and then I could ride bikes with people. Wow, wouldn't that be something? <laughs> buy another bike. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, incredible. <laughs> so many options. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, that's, yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Vulnerability is key. It's very difficult. Absolutely. It's becoming more difficult. Absolutely. And so the focus of the practice is hamstrings, how we can take life too seriously that lives in your relationship to independence. That's true for each of you. I see this in you. Absolutely. And how we can lead us ourselves into this powerless experience, into the trap. And so, a new experience awaits. Let it be so.